Hype Beast Radio. I'm Jeff Staple, and this is The Business of Hype, a show about creative entrepreneurs, brand builders, innovators, and the realities behind the dreams they've built. The world of streetwear and fashion is so fickle and fast, right? Everyone wants new, new, new. It's definitely difficult to constantly be fresh and new, but people often forget how much more difficult it is to actually have staying power, longevity, and build a legacy. When you think about the sneaker and streetwear world in particular, there are only a small handful of names that have stood the test of time. And when I say time, I don't mean months or seasons, I mean years and decades. I like to call these people the architects because they're actually building a foundation on which others can stand on. What's even more impressive to me is the small subset of architects who come from a retail background. As you probably have heard, retail is in a constant state of flux. So when a brick and mortar retailer can stand the test of time, it is a hundred times more impressive to me. These select few marquee retailers have helped spread the culture globally, while at the same time connect intimately with their local community. So to kick off our new season of the business of hype, we have two men that have partnered to create a perfect trifecta, local community retailer, culturally relevant storyteller, and global brand legacy. Now, some of you listening might've only heard about this brand recently, but this isn't an overnight success story. This is a dream that's been 15 years in the making. And when we're talking about this industry, that is a damn near lifetime. This week's episode comes straight from Amsterdam, as I have the pleasure of having in the studio the OGs Edson and G from the world-renowned store Pata. What is Pata? It's a family, a store, a brand, a cultural center for some of the dopest work over the past few years. But don't let me tell their story. Let's hear it straight from the Pata guys now. So who do we have in the New York City studio all the way from uh, Amsterdam? This is me. I'm G, co-founder of Pata in Amsterdam. That's who I am. And actually, he's also the co-owner. This is, that's what's up. Co-founder, <laughs> co-owner. Me, I'm Edson Sabayo, uh, 47 years old, from Amsterdam, born and raised. And we're at your podcast, man, Jeff. Let's, let's yeah, get popping. I'm let's excited. Go. Yeah, man. How old are you? I'm 41. Okay. April, I'm turning 42. Proud Aries. You know how we do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Y'all are, uh, you look great for your age. <laughs> <laughs> that black don't crack. People yeah. already know, right? <laughs> but I think also, like, we, because we work in, like, youth culture, yeah. we tend to, like, try to keep a younger facade, right? Like, you know. Nah, not even that. <laughs> I mean, like, we just go with the flow and... Uh, we understand that we need uh, young people also in your company and mm-hmm. that the young people also speak if they have their minds yeah. made up and set up. Right. And they keep you young. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Everybody yeah. keeps us young. And, yeah. you know, and we give them a little bit of the old, you know? The it's, it's, it's back yeah. and forth, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's nice. Exactly. So um, you guys, are, are you both co-founders or you're the founder? Both co-founders. Both, you co-founded yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so to somebody who doesn't know what Pata is, mm. describe Pata. To a, total, <laughs> to, a, to a total, you know, I talk, I talk a lot all the time. Anyway, you know, so I'll, 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 you know, you know like, like when you're you meet a complete stranger at a yeah. party and they're like, yeah. not a sneakerhead, not a hypebeast. Like, oh, what, what do you do? What do you do? Like, we, we have like a 
how do you call it? It's like a community driven uh, entrepreneurship. Like, you know, that's mm. what we do. Uh, we started out as a shop, as a, a, a sneaker shop. Mm -hmm. That's how we started. Okay. And then we found, and then really realized that, um, you know, we can also sell clothing. Mm -hmm. Then we did some clothing. Mm -hmm. And then everything what we do is uh, out of passion and out of like, oh, we want to do that? That's okay, let's try it. Mm -hmm. and let's figure it out. There is no books for our, um, how do you say that? Um, like an instruction manual. Instruction manual. Right. There, when we start, there is no instruction manual. And the funny part also, like a couple of years ago, I was at a school in Amsterdam. And they had made, uh, it was like a, a entrepreneurial school ship, whatever, whatever, I had mm -hmm. to speak. And over there, they had a segment in their book about Pata, how they started and how they do stuff uh, for the community. Right. And, you know... And, and making business out of it. it really? was Yeah, it was fantastic because I never saw it. They just made wrote it up. It? They wrote about it. I just had the book. I was like, wow, oh, this is not correct. Okay, it was, it was dope. <laughs> it was really fun. That's dope. So, okay. uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, before you guys started Pata, mm -hmm. what were you guys doing? Um, I was working for a record company. That's just before I uh, started Pata. And before that, that's kind of where we met and grew up. Mm -hmm. We worked for Fat Beats. Mm-hmm. The legendary Fabians. Fab yeah. 25-year Fabians. A lot of people... This year? This year's 25 This year, yeah, 25 yeah. 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 A lot of people came through that shop, Man. like from New York, Los yep. Angeles, mm -hmm. Tokyo, you know, all yeah. the spots where they've been. It's been a foundation for us, for real. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So what were you doing there? Well, I was just a shop clerk. Edson was doing management wow. together with two yeah, other guys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of them is actually here too uh -huh. this time because oh, he's SP, playing yeah. SP. Right. And I was just working in the shop. I was one of the younger guys, you know? Yeah. Like, so I, I came in, I had to I right. had to do a lot of shit. You know <laughs> well, I, mean? I want to explain, because a lot of the people listening to this, mm. A, probably don't know what Fat Beats is, oh, yeah. Yeah. but probably don't even know that there was a store that just sold vinyl records. Just vinyl. And, <laughs> vinyl. And they First were so, labeled so at kids, the same Google time. Google vinyl records, yeah, so you crazy. know what that is. And then yeah. Google Fat Beats, because yeah. it was a, a mecca of you know what the funny culture. thing is though, Jeff. Mm. I just recently read an article that vinyl surpassed CDs. That's facts. Like, like, yes, you know, like so. so it's actually, on the rise. It's yeah. on the rise again. You know what I on mean? On some so, like retro for shit, real yeah. though. On some retro shit, and people just 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 appreciate just it, start the appreciation for that type of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's that's actually really cool. But Fat Beats was so important on so many levels, like. Yep. You know how the how the how, how music is right now with uh, like the mainstream and the underground. That that division was really really big back then. Yeah. So yep. so Fat Beat was kind of like 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 one of the the the, the gatekeepers of like that absolutely left field boom bap hip -hop. nerdy hip hop, hip -hop shit. You know what I mean? Conscious hip hop. Yeah, you know, everything. <laughs> Backpack, like, backpacker, backpack, hip -hop. Yeah, all that, so that New York street. But like, also you know, yeah, like, also a lot of styles, styles, and especially in Amsterdam with the. Because, you know, I was born and raised in Amsterdam, so mm -hmm. we seen people coming up and people going. Yeah. And um, in that era, in the 90s, like, all our guys, we, you know, my man, Pete, Pete Pada came through, like, you know, was there, Rockwell. Mm -hmm. We had so many guys that were, had dreams. Yeah. They had dreams. But we was, like, at the Fat Beats, it was a hangout. There was uh -huh. another place called the Dialful. There was a cafe in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Whenever you go to Amsterdam, check that out. Okay. That's, it's still there? It's still there okay. since, since 92. Uh -huh. We've been there, only playing hip-hop. So everybody came through, and then, you know, we had all these dreams, and uh, let's say 80% of our friends, they went into businesses. Yeah. Like, there was some guys, they did, like, game shows. But, like, yeah, but, but the, it roots was the, yeah, the roots was there. Yeah. Fat Beats and the Dialful, of course, Paradiso and all of that. 
I want to, this is something that I was going to ask later, yeah. but like, since we're talking about the subject, do you feel like that roots physical location, that clubhouse where people go to, mm-hmm. do you think kids, cause you have, you have a teenage kid, right? Yeah. Like, do you think they're missing that now because of social media or is it harder to find? It's there. It's, it's still there. there. We now have like, say with Bonner and with the, with the, yeah, we have a, like, like, uh, so, so we moved uh, from our original location on the new side forward where we were in Amsterdam. We moved to, the Seydijk, which is in the red light district. Mm-hmm. We were one of the first one in that street. Now, uh, fast forward a couple of years later, we have like all like Stussy is there mm-hmm. and these young kids that we kind of do a lot of stuff with before. Like they, we use them as models. Oh, nice. They do parties and all this like a young group of creative kids. Yeah. And they open up their own shop. Like oh, say like so 60 they have their and own they have brand. like yeah, label yeah, yeah. brands and stuff like that. And that stuff is popping. So yeah. so they bring a lot of new energy and then with yeah. the young kids that work in our store, they kinda have like their own hub, you know? And it's really good because they see us as a examples, mm-hmm. of course, because you know, two black guys, mm-hmm. independent, yeah. no uh investors. Right. Doing stuff. They're right. like, wow. And you know, so they doing themselves too. So yeah, it's yeah. it's very Nice to see that grow. And they, you know, we take advice from them, but they always take advice from us. So right. Go we just grow away. as one group. Actually, they probably, a couple of those guys are here now also at the pop-up store. They're coming through mm-hmm. just to see how that vibe is going. <laughs> so it's really nice to have that as a community right. from Amsterdam, you know, worldwide, coming over here and, and do it. Yeah, it's nice. And it's so, it's because it's, basically when we started Pata, you know, it was a hobby. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do was a hobby and mm-hmm. it turned into a business. Yeah. So, I, and that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so we started with the two of us. We started Pata, the two of us, yeah. right here. Yeah. Like as an idea. Right. Like, yo, let's get some shoes. That's it. Okay. We, let's get some <laughs> shoes. That, and basically... Wait, let's get some shoes okay. to sell? To yeah, sell. To sell. Okay. Because yeah. normally what we did, we because with the whole fabies, and but also like, you know, going to New York or, you know, mm-hmm. going to the boroughs and yep. picking up shoes for yourself. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? Let's do that for, the, for, for people. But yeah. then... If we buy 24 pairs at a shop, let's say in Fulton or in Jamaica Ave mm-hmm. or whatever, then two pairs is one size 10 and one size 9 is for me and for him <laughs> and the rest that we sell. Yeah. So that's not the hobby just kept on continuing. And so you were literally like filling up bags Yo, with bags, shoes and taking shoes, it back. Everything. Yo, my dude. The first, the first shipment was just post office. Took yeah. months to come back to Amsterdam <laughs> for real. Yeah. Then the other stuff, we just took a lot of stuff just in like duffel bags, duffel body yeah. bags is how yeah. we call yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Full of sneakers. We 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 broke up the boxes, flatten the shoes, them. flatten them, and throw that and trick, boom, yeah. and then just take it back home. Re, re, and, rebuild the box. Yep. yep. And the funny thing about that too is like, and that's the learning curve, and that's kind of what we touched up on in the beginning when we started talking about like, yo, mm-hmm. this is not there's no manual to doing that mm-hmm. stuff. Is that in the beginning you go in that with some bravado and some like, yo man, I'm like yo, I'm gonna bring the heat back. Show them like, yo, man, you put the because you have yourself in, in your mind, you know, you have those Air Force Ones that are all canvas, all black with a white check, and you're like, yo, man, this is so dipping. This is like, this is gonna be it. Yeah. So you buy all these styles, thinking about yourself and uh-huh. our own specific your taste. Crew, yeah, yeah. And then you start putting it in the store, mm-hmm. and it's just brick. You know what I mean? It's brick. Like, really? like, yeah, like, yeah, yo, for real. Like, yo, of course, a couple yeah. of shoes like. Some like some Hurachi mitts or some stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It didn't move for people over mm-hmm. there because people was not into it like that. Like yeah. when you when and they you, weren't seeing what you were seeing. Exactly. exactly. You know? right. And so, we was very new. So yeah. everybody was new. And you have to understand we had no accounts. Right. 
So you're buying them at retail, of course, retail stores. Yeah, but you know, you know how it goes when you go to let's say, let's say uh, Fulton. Mm-hmm. You have stuff that is on sale that nobody wants yeah. to buy, it. and but you can for, negotiate. And for yeah. us, it's gold. It's right. really yeah. gold. I'm just saying, like we had an interview le- uh, yesterday. It's like, let's for instance say Fulton. We found out that you know there was one guy that was running like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. My man Manny, mm-hmm. Pakistani dude, like he was running. And then first we bought in the shop. Six months later, we came and they were like, oh, you're back. Okay, you know what? Let's go to the back. And we went to the back, mm-hmm. bought stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, from the back, go to the wholesaler. Uh-huh. And then we just... You're building your way building up. Building the way up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we came true, always. Yeah. We always And the only true. way you could do that back then, because there was no DMing people. Nah. Or, like, you had to go had to, to yeah. Jamaica yeah. and no, Fulton. No, yo, go. Yeah. Go the and funny, The funny thing is, actually, Jeff, it's really funny to see that actually we are staying now in like Fort Greene. That's where we're staying yeah. at the mm-hmm. moment. And every morning when we go into the city, we just walk Decap Avenue, mm-hmm. get the train, get the B train to to Manhattan, mm-hmm. and just close to Fulton, and that whole spot just changed. <laughs> like you know, like the whole like that that era of sneaker buying, like it's kind of pushed out, you know. Yeah, so many yeah. is in Queens or in Long Island. That's mm-hmm. what I hear. Like yo. Mm-hmm. Like well, it, what it happened, ain't like that no more. Yeah, but look at look at what happened. Like the brands, like the Nikes and Adis of the world, mm-hmm. noticed that. Like, oh, why are people going to other countries True. and then bringing it to their country? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we should level yeah. the playing yeah. field. Yeah. yeah, you know. So like, and that kind of pushed out all those guys. It also yeah. forced guys like us to actually open accounts and not do this parallel yeah. shit anymore. But the opening account was, for us it was uh, different because we made a lot of noise from out of Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand that the sales rep from Holland, yeah. they were like, saying to their bosses in New York or in Tokyo or whatever, saying like, nah, don't worry. Uh-huh. That's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, two black kids. What, what do they know? Et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> yeah. basically. But after like three three years, uh-huh. they're like, yo, this shit's is fire. So yeah. then first we came, gotta like, fix this. yeah, we, we got to fix this <laughs> shit. And then that's why uh, they came and we were sitting on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. Right. So you had the negotiation power. Here you go. Right. And that was, so that was like about three years of you guys continuously traveling the world, what bringing shoes in. Oh, something like a tree. Yeah, you know what? It's, I think it's like around two, three years. Then the interest started, started mm-hmm. popping from the other brands, you yeah. know? The original flippers all before today's multi-billion dollar resale market, before the StockX's stadium goods and goats of the world, before round two flight club and urban necessities. Reselling wasn't just a means to stack serious cash, it was an entrepreneurial way to spread the culture organically. Forget about G and Edson's travel from Amsterdam to New York. Hell, even in the US, you couldn't get everything a brand made. So people would have to drive up and down the East Coast to get an Air Force One specific to, let's say, Baltimore or New York City. Now, for those unfamiliar with how a lot of today's sneaker craze was built, a major part of the foundation happened in the late 90s and early 2000s when people realized there are sneaker models and colorways that only existed in certain countries and certain cities. Oftentimes, just sitting in a random local sporting goods store or a mom and pop shop. The way G and Edson would gather kicks from different cities and fly them back to Amsterdam was how a lot of the historic stores started. They went to the States, other people went to Japan, but this phenomenon was global and yet very much underground. There was a lot of semi-corrupt shit that was happening in order to get these kicks from all around the world. Palms had to be greased, warehouses had to be broken into, customs officers had to look the other way. It was real in those days. 
I remember when I dabbled in these activities too. One of the tricks was that in order for you to sell a shoe from overseas, you needed the box and the packaging and the tissue paper all to be pristine. Otherwise, the shoes probably wouldn't sell, right? But packaging takes up a lot of space in your luggage and you can't ship shoes because then that eats up into your profit margins. So the trick was to pack your luggage with the shoes, then disassemble and flat pack the boxes while also delicately folding the tissue paper so that when you got home, you could reassemble everything and make it look like you just magically have these pristine shoes that no one else anywhere had. Now, this activity might seem stupid and ridiculous, but people inside the industry today love to talk about terms like marketing and brand equity and optics and experiential design. Yo, this was all of that and then some. Kids who were doing this back then were basically getting a master's degree in business. But instead of spending the money, we were making it. ASICS was the first one that really was like, because they were also in a different position. They were not Nike or Adidas. Yeah, or like they were the trying big, to fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were like they were like they were trying to find out, you know. And we had like specific interests in a couple of models, like that. The gel light tree, for instance, yeah. was like a like a classic to right. us, you know. Right. And and it wasn't touched mm -hmm. in that sense, you know. I think Proper did like a really dope dope uh, dope Asics back then, but had Kith really done theirs yet? No, 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 no. no, no. This, is, this is this is this is. This is pre, okay. that, you know. So, so we 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 worked on a on a gel light tree. Mm -hmm. We quite we didn't really have expectations, you know. So we made like two hundred and fifty pairs. Was only for us, and then you know, early in internet, that shit blew up. Boom! <laughs> People come in for that stuff, and that kind of like like first cemented our A name. Actually, with, with that the, with that shoe, when we had the two hundred fifty pairs, so you have to understand. Everybody from Europe and also from the States came over to buy the shoe. Mm -hmm. But we, because we didn't have an account and we didn't have like a bank loan. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't have an ASICS account? Nah. And that, but then we, when, we, when we did that, yeah. we, got, we got it. Yeah, so, just for that. Yeah, yeah for yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So boom. And then um, there were so many people. But then uh, we sent out like the word to all the radio stations and TV stations. Like, uh -huh. look, this is going to be a big. Yeah. But they were like, nah, big? What? I know. <laughs> Sneakers? What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But it was this one guy, let's say at the NY1, but then the Amsterdam version, RT5. Okay. And the RT5 was an intern. And the intern guy is like, you know what, I will take this assignment. Mm -hmm. uh, so the night before it was pouring rain and he was there already. And you see all these kids lined up and people from everywhere. He's like, yo. So he made a, a, a report about it. Yeah. We, we cut a deal with him to mm -hmm. make a report. Mm -hmm. He made it and there was one guy from Germany. He's like, because the shoe was done. After 250, the shoe was fucking done, mm -hmm. right? And he's mad because he has no shoe. Traveled six hours with the bus, with his friends. So he's fucking mad. And yeah. he's, but the guy, the, the intern, he's like holding the mic to him. He's like, yo, you know, you can go home or you can go to the red light. And the guy was like from Germany. He's like, fuck Pata. Fuck them. Motherfucker. Fuck them. Uh -huh. I came all the way. Fuck them. Uh -huh. So right. the guy, the intern, is like, yo, it's just shoes, nigga. Chill the fuck. You know, chill the fuck. He's like, no, 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 no. And then the guy asked him, like, yo, you, you can go to the Red Light District, mm -hmm. Van Gogh Museum, you can buy the weed. Mm -hmm. What are you stressing for? The guy looked in the camera and left. Mm -hmm. With that tape, we went to the bank. So we had no, we went to straight up. We went to the bank. 
Well, I put the CD, we went in, we put the CD right on the guy's table. Boom, call me back in an hour. Guy called back in like two hours. And that's how we got like a little bit more money. So we could, that's, no, that was, that was the crazy shit. Because you needed the banker to understand that like, Kids we are going crazy. We, we couldn't. We couldn't explain it to them. When no. we when we when, <laughs> yeah. when we started it, we went to the bank. We mm-hmm. went to the bank. We're like, yo, we need a loan because we need to. We need to. We need to have a, a location. Mm-hmm. We need to do a store fit. We need to have product. You know. Yeah. And they were basically like, "What is this idea?" You know. They're, yeah. Like there are no stores. Accounts? There are no stores. accounts. You're gonna fly around yeah. the world. Stores that like you know that's that, that's not gonna work. That's you not know? gonna so work. They didn't give, come up with the money. Luckily. The dad of a friend of us, yeah. he, lo- he loaned us the money. Uh-huh. So that's how we kind of started. Yeah. Actually, yeah, so. uh, we was uh, we we had like a let's say for like a hundred thousand or for like a eighty thousand. Then we went to, to our friend, mm-hmm. his dad. The next day, we was crying at the dialful at the cafe. We was crying, and the guy walked in, and uh, he's like, "Yo, uh, my dad is in the pharmaceutical business. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe because we were really close. It's like family. Yeah. You got to understand, 90s, all people. And he's like, yo, okay. So the next day we went to uh, Belgium mm-hmm. to the dad and then we put the amount like we needed this. Uh-huh. Dad was like, no, nah, I don't have that, but I can give you the half of it. We're like, fuck it, let's go. Because we had mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. yeah, right. So we had half of the was money. That, was that considered like um, just an angel loan? Like there, he wasn't like, I need a percentage of pata. He was just like, no, I'm just going to. He was like no, an angel. Yeah, 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 angel yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Amazing. Exactly. He's yeah. like, yo, yeah. you know, this is like, this is like mano a mano. He's like, yo, yeah. come on. Like, I'm going to lend this to you. And yeah. I hopefully we respect each other. <laughs> and, you know, you, you guys pay me back. Did yeah. he believe in the vision? I think he believed that we were passionate about something. Right. Yeah. He, we believed that we, the way we talked about it, and we believed that, yo, this is yeah. something that can work mm-hmm. for us, you know, because there's nothing like it. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's like, you know, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. it touches each other, whatever you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. So, yeah. So if, if somebody sees that spark and he's like, yo, and then believe in it, then he was like, yo, let's give yeah, these guys a break. Yeah. Right. And plus we was really tight with his son. But we didn't know about his dad. Yeah. We didn't know. Did you have to give the son a job? <laughs> no. The son was, no, he's not interested. It's good. The <laughs> funny thing the son about it was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask my dad. You guys can have a talk with him, but I'm out. outside. He was outside. I don't want to have no interference, nothing. You know what I mean? That's the type of friend. Hustle is a truly universal language. The entrepreneurial spirit connects people from all different cultures and walks of life. Whether you've owned your own huge business or just started one, we all inherently know the work that's required to do what it takes. It's almost like the actual product or output is irrelevant. Smart people know that if you put in the time, hustle, and passion, almost anything is possible. If you ever watch Shark Tank, you'll often hear a shark saying, I don't like this idea, but I love you. I'm investing. By the way, this also holds true if you're seeking your dream career or prepping for a job interview. Show your passion for the company and the work and be authentic about it, not annoying and thirsty. If you can't be real and true about your enthusiasm for the job, guess what? Keep looking. It's not the right job. But when you find that outlet, it's important that the people around you can feel that. We can't read your mind. We can't see the excitement or preparation that you're putting in unless you actually bring it out. This goes from the energy to your spirit to your enthusiasm. Hell, it even comes down to little things like your posture and punctuality. Came in three minutes late? 
I just assumed he had more important things to do and this wasn't really a priority. We see it on every single episode of Business of Hype. Each of my guests knows how to talk about their company and vision. They rarely sit back and mumble their way through the story. Now, of course, I'm trying to only bring you listeners the cream of the crop, but it's a lesson. Not only do you need to hone your craft, but you also need to practice the ability to speak about your craft. Pablo Picasso had a friend who was a better artist than him, but we don't know his name. Why? Because he never worked on promoting himself. And it don't matter if we're talking about the 1900s or 2020, because like G and Edson, sometimes you just got to bring the videotape to show the non-believers. So after a couple of years, like you said, the brand started to take notice, right? And then they wanted to officially work with you versus you guys doing all this like parallel importing type stuff. Yeah. Um, ASICS was the first one you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then do you remember when all the other brands started coming on board? Like, I, For Nike, we had one guy was working for us, Bim. Bim Dicker was the sales rep. And then uh, at one point uh, he said, look, yo, there's a big meeting in Paris. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk about something new. We need to go over there and talk. Did you have a Nike account already? No. You didn't have a Nike account? No, no, yet. no, 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 no. no. So, okay, so you were making noise just from selling Nikes from around the world that you were collecting. Everything we sold, everything. Did he ever want you to open? Did he ever come in and say like, you guys need to open an account, man, come on. Yeah, no. there's been, been yeah. talks about it, but okay. this was more also because we kind of wanted to have our independence in the sense <laughs> yeah. that we wanted to keep serving other stuff than the other Stores. retailers yeah. had. Yeah. So you have, you know all the, you know all the politics. Like, know, I know the like, politics, but I know, want you, the kid you, to know. You know, you know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yo, listen, yo, why, do, why, why does he have it? He's just, yeah. One year in the goddamn game, I've been paying my bills for 15 years. I got this. I why got does this. he? Why yeah. does he get five colors and I only get two? That's uh, not fair. Like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so like. You but know, also, that's, when that's you open of... an account, then the, the the account, whether it's Nike or Adidas, starts telling you you got to carry this, this, of or this. Course. And exactly. if you say I want this, they're like, no, you can't have that. Exactly. But you could actually just go on a plane and get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you have more different yeah. stuff, and like so, so, yeah. so we wanted to be smart and have both. Yeah. Like you know, we, yep. we 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 pick what we want from the brand, but at mm-hmm. the same time, we wanted to have the the possibility to yeah. to put our yeah. own yeah. taste. And right. we said like, yo, it's it's actually that's what you would want to. Ha- that's what actually what you should want. Mm-hmm. You know, you should yeah. want us to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. and just add on, right? You know? Because right. that's yeah. healthy. Yes. And okay. That's, that's how we. That's how we cut the deal in Paris and the. So wait, okay, so tell, you you go to now Paris. We was, we was there, and, yeah, then, and you then, know, there was like a whole, the board or whatever, Nike was sitting there. I didn't know nobody, and that only was Frasier was there, whatever. We sit, and then Pim was talking, and we was like, okay, you know, if we're going to do this, and they said like, okay, there's a new thing coming up. It's called Tier Zero. It's new, and we want you to join the Tier Zero. And, and we was like, okay, if we're going to join this, we still want to do the parallel shopping. They're like, go ahead, man. You know what? Really? really? Yeah, of course. That's amazing. Yeah, no, but we was on the, like, well, like, like we said, on we, was, Lodo, on, we guess, was on the you know? we was on the other side of the table. Yeah. And they wanted to have us. They couldn't go back to, to their heads mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, we went to the negotiator, but Pata didn't want it. They're like, yo, right. whatever they need, man, let's, right. let's, let's, let's get it. Because there's only one Pata. Like, you know, let's just <laughs> you make, can't let's, call the other let, guy. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Let's make, let's make that happen. So yeah. that was really interesting. And after that, like everybody came and then we, yeah, you know, we started and then we, and then we, then we, then we went. Uh-huh. Funny thing is like, before we started working with, with, with Nike, like in terms of collaborating and stuff like yeah. that. Which I want like, to talk about soon. Yeah. Our, our friend Pete, mm. Pete Parra, 
Mm-hmm. He's the one actually that. Kinda, it's funny you he, call him Pete, but I yeah. think most Americans think he's called Piet. Really? It's isn't it P I E T? Yeah, it's P I. No, most Americans are like P I E T. It's Piet. No, it's like Pete. Okay, Pete. Okay, for those, I'm gonna translate for them. This is Para. That's how we pronounce it. Piet Para. Oh, word. Yes. That's some funny shit. We got it. I'm gonna use that. Use that on a mixtape. That's some dope no, shit. No, we got to get him on yo, the show. Yo, yo, get so him. So what we're talking about is Piet Para, Piet. who does the brand Rockwell, word, 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 word. and does the Para. <laughs> it's, by, it's by Para now. It's by Para now. You changed the name. Okay, so about about Pete. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Pete. Yeah, so Pete, like he was, he was starting to to get his name out. He yeah. started like he was doing like big advertisement mm-hmm. uh, jobs mm-hmm. and, and that type of stuff. So his style was starting to get form and. He was actually, he worked on the Amsterdam Air Max mm-hmm. 1. Mm-hmm. That made so much crazy noise, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And and actually, his Nike collaborations and stuff like that, from that on, have always been infamous, classics. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super classics, classics, you know? Yeah. So, again, to, 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 to state that we did our stuff, mm-hmm. we did the, the meetings and had our vision and stuff like that, but our surroundings and our community doing their stuff was always been so essential. Yeah. yeah. For us to like keep pushing, he, yeah. he 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 pushed it somewhere, yeah. and then he took us with us. With us, you yeah. know, he's yeah. like, "Yo, this yeah. my this my boys," but and like you know, so yeah. that's that's kind of the the energy oh, and uh, also of with that the time. with the with the homegrown same stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the the funny part, we was in one building, so Pete had actually his office was like we were sitting right here. Pete was sitting right there. Oh, <laughs> so you know, especially with the with the Air Maxes and stuff, yeah. like the Astro G, like, yo, man, what do you think about this? Nah, 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 let's change that. Then oh. like, but we helped on everything right. in the in that Just beginning. Flowing ideas, of course, like this. ideas. Yeah. I mean, you know, and uh, it was, it was <laughs> fan, yeah, good old days though. Yeah, good days. <laughs> that's dope. So you you're a tier zero, which means you get access to this very special product. Yeah. But then when did the phone call come where it was like, let's actually do a shoe together? It doesn't really go like a phone call. I don't know. Really know. <laughs> like, yeah, I wish, I wish, I wish it was like <laughs> this that. This is what the kids want to know. They want to know: is it like a phone call, a fax, a letter? Yeah, no, like, it's kind of like conversations, right? So you keep going to these meetings in Paris, mm-hmm. you know. So, so they show their new line, and like, you know, this is what we're going to be working on for this year, and that's what's coming. What mm-hmm. are your ideas about it? Da, da, da. And in these conversations, kind of like, yo. You know, like we are reintroducing the Air Max One, or there's a celebration for the Air Max One, or or our anniversary is coming. And from those conversation kind of yeah. game that we started on, like, okay, guys, but if you have an idea about it, like, what would you what would you do? And blah, 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 you know, and yeah. then then that's how it so it's really like it rolled out organic, quite organic, yes, yeah. quite organic, yep. and it's there and it's not there. You know yeah. what I mean? So you can never expect like yo. <laughs> Uh, you think you, you, when you think like, yo, I'm in that position and I should expect that it's no, like, no. Yeah. That's, that's, We've that's, learned that's been that. really, We've really important that. for us. Our independence is, is sacred. And the funny part was also when we did the five year anniversary Air Maxes, mm-hmm. there were four, right? Mm-hmm. We actually had six. Yeah. <laughs> so it's there yeah, we and then it's six. not there. Yeah, we had six. But yeah, and then I find too, in my experience, like mm. when you really want one to happen, no. it doesn't happen. It's when no. you least, like, you're just like, huh, what? Yeah. Oh, really? Right yeah. now? Okay, let's do it. Exactly. Let's go, man. Yeah. So that's, so the, take us back. What was the first one? Uh, the first the f- Nike that The first did? ones officially with the Pata name was uh, the Air Max ones that we did. So mm-hmm. we did the two, the two denim ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chlorophyll is one called. The other one, I don't know. It's like a purple one. Yeah, the purple. You know, and then we did a black one, mm-hmm. black with a white check. Mm-hmm. 
That's the third one. And then the Gucci colorway, the, the Gucci yeah, colorway, colorway yeah, like blue, blue, denim, mm -hmm. yeah. green. Yep. And then we also mixed material uh, one. And yeah. then we also had another one with that one with uh, gray and reddish. Mm. And uh, and a white one with a tape, but they didn't make it. It didn't make it. No, because they were complaining. So like, I don't say any what, names. What that was too much. Yeah, Nike came to us like, yo, six, huh? You should do two. We're like, nah. <laughs> we already made an agreement that we, you know, we're gonna do six. They're like, nah, two, two. because of politics. Uh -huh. And then it was like, oh, you know what? Let's meet in the middle. Let's make four. Boom. Mm -hmm. And then they said like, okay, they agreed. They came back like after a couple of months, and then boom, four. And then when that that came out, it was like, yeah, that was dope. <laughs> Air Max One was really hot then. Uh, yeah. So that was the go-to shoe kind. You know of what I love us. about all your collaboration projects is like actually the simplicity of them all. You mm -hmm. know, and I, I think I come from that school and like, you know, you look at fragments, collaborations, mm -hmm. they're not like crazy, like over the top mm -hmm. things that just sit on a shelf. They're all like wearable shoes, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but it's actually harder in my opinion mm -hmm. to make a simple classic that is also hyped mm -hmm. than it is to make like, you know, um, if they put like art all over, like the Paris Dunk, for example, like that's artwork. That's yeah, not really like a wearable it's shoe. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. But you know what you guys do, and like you know, it's just always classics. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, like for us, not only we are store owners and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but we yeah. also are like we love sneakers. You're fans. We're fans. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So we're fans from so that in mind we like we can think as a consumer but mm -hmm. also as a, a store owner right we have like a different hats we have on yes so it's like all right let's make it simple simple okay you know couple simple this a little bit crazy not too crazy yeah and we know it's gonna bang out right right and to take chances of course but that's yeah we keep we, yeah, keep we keep we yeah, keep pushing taking the chances you know yeah. because yeah. obviously not everything is a big hit mm -hmm. so we we, we 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 kind of try to balance like okay you know what this is this is Amex One, or this is a this is a Mephisto. You know, we like mm -hmm. to travel in all these. Yeah, you know, I the mean, quirkiness is kind of what we are known for. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yep. especially also when the when the, we did the kangaroos, because mm -hmm. nobody in the whole world was like, "How?" So you you went from Air Maxes, you're going to kangaroo. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, but. If you do your little bit of research, then you should know that in the late 80s, mm -hmm. kangaroos in Europe, especially in Amsterdam, was the shoe to go. Because mm -hmm. when you was young, your mom would give you change and you would put it in the pocket. Yep, exactly. Me too. I, that's what I'm saying. The lunch right? money. Boom, yeah. the lunch money right yeah. there. So for us to, 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 to work with them, and they had like a licensee in um, Permacens, it's mm -hmm. in Germany, so the big license, the biggest one. Mm -hmm. So we went there. So you have to understand now that I like German conservative German people mm -hmm. and we the black you know we <laughs> coming over there and to make a collab and I think for me personally I've learned the most from that collab because we started from scratch mm -hmm. like we made something from scratch going to the aircraft three days in me G and Tim three days in smoking drinking and come up with a whole mood board and plan and then after that uh -huh. the guys from uh, 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 Kangaroo they were like yo man I didn't expect that that, uh -huh. that came because their, their mind, their whole mindset yeah. was like, what is this? Yeah, they don't think that they way. They don't take that way. Uh -huh. But then we, we, we got really close with them and we learned that we also made a contract uh -huh. and everything. So like contract with points. <laughs> right. You know, everything yeah. like so. Royalty. We, royalties, yeah, everything. Yeah. But we learned from that collab. Got you. And from that on, we just moved on, of course. Because right. it was two different worlds collide. Yeah. And just building something from scratch. I right. think that for me personally, was one of the most beautiful things. And also, when we came in, they had this kangaroo logo 
First thing we said, like, this shit needs to get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. You got to understand, like, yo, their main thing is to get off that shoe. Yeah. It was a whole, and then we had to explain why, but they believed in the vision. All right, let's make it happen. So that was, yeah, beautiful. I want to ask you a two-part question now, because I think on the one hand, some people would argue, like, no, don't fuck around with other brands. Just wait until Nike hopefully calls you again to do another collaboration. You can't be dependent, man. That's really quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> Real quick. That's exactly what I just touched upon. Like, yeah, yeah you, you, you've done a successful series of Air Max 1s. Like, then you, when, as soon as you expect, like, all right, let's go on to the next one, man. Let's, right. And then there's, like, like the, maybe something else is, like, at that moment is more relevant for mm-hmm. them, which, yeah. I, which is understandable. Yep. But for us, it's like if we if we if we refocus and think about what's really important, it's mm-hmm. about what we kind of want, you know. Right, so right. that is our own product, of course, and stuff that we want to push. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we want to make numbers, we want to sell the shoes, so we do a popular stuff. But as Edson says, like mm-hmm. like collaborations, like Kangaroos or mm-hmm. Mephisto. Mephisto, yeah. Or doing a Clark's Desert track, you know, like you know, right. those those type of those type of choices. Mm-hmm. That, that's 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 like pata DNA. Right? Yeah, and I actually think the brands like Nike and Adi like secretly like that you do these other random, seemingly random. They things. should, yeah, yeah, because it shows the breadth of your your DNA. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if you just waited around for them, I think they'd be like, Yo, <laughs> yeah, if you can fuck out, yeah, but get the, I, you would do that too. I would do the same. Yeah, everybody would do the same. I mean, like for us, also what G just told, like. Especially when we did like okay the shoes shoes and blah, blah. then we start selling shirts, mm-hmm. you know, pat- clothing. like, like yeah. clothing like shirts like with the pata logo uh-huh. and that flew out the door. Uh-huh. So then we was like, you know what? Let's start our own clothing line. Mm-hmm. Vince came in. It's like yo, okay. So and we didn't know nothing about the whole process of making clothing, but we just <laughs> flew to Portugal because Pete Pata had a had a connect because he was making Rockwell already. Okay, so we flew to Portugal, yep. made a deal, and then we was more like okay. We make a shirt in two months. We need to have that shirt. Factory is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, there is process into yeah, it. So yeah. we've learned that. So the first four or five seasons, it didn't went well. Mm-hmm. But then we got to learn about the process about everything. Yeah. After that, boom, flying out. Right. Same, you so know, yeah, new, now you're a, a clothing brand too. Yes. Of course. Yeah. You know, boom. It's yeah, so just a learning curve, you know. Learning. And, and along the way, you know, we we, we accumulate like a crew people that we work with close. Word. You know, so we 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 learn by doing. Yeah. So, so so as as uh, Edson just said, like uh, one of one of our one of our key members, Vincent came in, artistic direction, uh, mm-hmm. creative direction, all that type of stuff. Made sure that the clothing line started to become healthy and known for. Like yeah. a lot of the the graphic um, uh, kind of language mm-hmm. that you know from us, the skull stuff and all yeah. that stuff. That's kind of his DNA. I'm sure you get it by now, but G and Edson are masters of the art of collaboration. Their ability to make something recognizable but subtle is what I love most about them. It doesn't always happen in the sneaker industry. Now, we can go on and on about the amazing drops and our favorite color-ups that they've done. I'm sure many of you who are familiar with Pata's work have already done this at one point. If not, Google it, and I'm sure there will be many people saying, oh, they did that? Yep, they did. What's great to hear is what we've learned from the collaboration process. Collaborating isn't about partnering with different brands. It's about collaborating with different people within that brand. Once you're able to break it down and actually see the human element of collaborating, well, that's when the exciting stuff happens. It's the person who gives you a legendary canvas like an Air Max One that starts you out in the right direction 
or the person who recognizes your vision and lets you create something from scratch. While Kangaroos and Mephistos aren't household names like Nike, what the Pata guys got out of it is maybe even more valuable. Knowledge. Knowledge on how to really craft something from the beginning and on the actual business process. Constantly moving and working with different partners allows the Pata boys to go way deeper. I know for myself personally, working with various different organizations allows me to be a better creative, a better manager, and a better partner. I'm able to see things from all different angles now. I think there's an inherent human quality to want to stay loyal and sit still. Oh, you know, these people did me well. I'm just going to sit here for a bit. And a bit in the blink of an eye becomes years. It actually requires a kick in the ass to be like, okay, you did that. Now keep it moving. What's next? That's hard because what's next is always new. And new means different. And different is harder to do than doing the same thing over and over. I think at the end of the day, that's really what makes for a visionary. Someone who is comfortable being uncomfortable. How do you two separate your roles? Like, well, what organic, are you guys in you know, charge It's of? organic. We, we touch upon everything, kind of. Uh -huh. But, like, you know, like, Ethan is more on the business side. I'm a little bit more on the creative side. And we just cross-check yeah. with each other. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's very important. I mean, like, this is like a marriage. You got to <laughs> understand. This is a, like a marriage. We're, like, fucking, like... You spend more time with each other than with your each other. Basically, it, it is, Around you know? Around the same time, I guess. You yes, know? Definitely. Yeah. And it's, like, you know... Like how G said, it's like organic. I, you know, I got more pushed in, you know, into the business. Not that I'm really good at business, but I was like, fuck it, let me just learn. And then G is more like on the creative side. Uh -huh. So, you know, now we started the two of us. Now we have 32 people working with us mm -hmm. instead of for us. Like you have, we have Lee over here. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We just got him in as a heavy weight. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's very important to have people that we trust mm -hmm. and do what they are best at. And we... Let's say our board that's like consists of like eight or nine people uh -huh. are no yes men. Right. So everybody has like we have a, a lot of discussions, voice. yeah, voices and, and stuff to do. They even can decide if it's good for the it's not about me and G. Mm -hmm. It's about the brand Pata and push that further. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we have the Pata stores mm -hmm. now, uh Pata clothing, Pata running team. Pata Foundation, we just started, and the Pata Sound System, mm -hmm. which we do organize stuff and, and do stuff. Yeah. And everything is like organically built. Mm -hmm. It's always an everyday thing, you know? It's like kind of living on the edge because as, as said, we are, mm -hmm. uh, we are independent, so mm -hmm. we do it ourselves. So every, every choice we make, every yeah. direction we go, yeah. every, every shoe collaboration that works or fails is right on our own conto. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know... What's the, uh, out of the, the empire that you have now, what's mm. the biggest challenges you find? Like, what are those hurdles that, like, always... I see, it as, I see it as a walking on a stair, always. Okay. So, so on a stair, right, you, you, if, you, if, you, if you literally look at how a stair works, you, you grow, uh -huh. it goes fast, boom, then you reach a plateau. Uh -huh. On that plateau, you have to do investment. New people that have to work for you. Right. New direction. What are you going to do? New website. Da, 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 da. Yeah. On this investment plateau, mm -hmm. you do all this stuff to get 
to the next oh, no, one. Yeah, next, next one. Next and stage, then you go next. there again. Yeah. So it's a kind of a never-ending story. Uh-huh. But at the same time, that's also what, what keeps it really yeah. inspiring and interesting and all that type of stuff. And what is challenging also is to keep everybody on the same, on, on the same boat. Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's, yeah, but that's, that's, you know, I'm just a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to keep it as relaxed as possible because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a lot of struggles, of course. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's not about me or about G. Mm-hmm. What I said, it's about Pata. And everybody who is involved in Pata, Know that, and then we'll go further, and of course, making more money at the end of the day. And we mm-hmm. try; everybody pushes the harder. Mm-hmm. And you have also the possibility to fail. Yeah, yeah. it's not like if you could so, go down those you, stairs yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, like, you know. You know and, and actually, in American yeah. culture, it's way more accepted. Like mm-hmm. you try stuff, then the business doesn't work out, and you just go again. Mm-hmm. In the You're Netherlands, right. there's a whole yeah. different culture when it comes to yeah. that. First of all, a lot of people are like, you, 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 you won't stick your head out. Uh-huh. Everybody's trying to be on like the, right. that medium ground. First like of all, just, yeah. Just, yeah. you know? So failing, it's more like, yo, you, when you fail, it's like, oh, look at them. Like, oh, it didn't work, uh, you know? So, so it's really, and here, failing is like, all right, he failed, so at least he tried stuff, so yeah. he knows yeah. some yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a different way of looking at a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, it's different. So that's what we do. We try to look at it different. And also, like, in the team, you can fail. And it's not about, okay, he failed. No, we all fail. Mm-hmm. Because it's a team. Yeah, yeah. It's not one individual. Right. So everybody. So if if somebody takes credit for something, they're like, ah, you take credit, but it's it's a team effort. Because yeah. if we didn't have the guy who sweep who sweep the floors in the store, you cannot do yeah. your work. Right. So everybody is it's very, equally important. That's what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. right there. And if you understand that and bring that message out, then you get the people on board. It's not about, like I said, it's not about me or him. It's about the team effort. That's why we call Team Potter. That's not a joke. It's right. not like when you see Team Potter, you'd be like, oh shit, uh, it's, it's a team. team. Yeah. team. Nah, <laughs> if, you, if you come to us, you will notice that it's actually team effort. Mm-hmm. So that's why now, like when we had Lee on board, he's not like, damn, this is really, this is actually a team. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, Nick. Yo, not, this is not a, a marketing it's line. It's not a market. It really is a team. People consider it maybe as a marketing line of, let's say, the Pata got law for all. Some, no, that's our DNA. Mm-hmm. That's well, us. Yeah. We got law for all. Women, what, everything. Yeah. Everything we have law for all. And that's, How many years has it been now total from when 15, you founded it? This is the 15th year, actually. Yeah. We started in 2004. And that's when we opened the business, and we're in 2019 now. So this so is 15 you, you years. You made the analogy of like the stairs, yes. right? How do you keep climbing stairs for 15 years? Well, you know what the thing is, you have to be interested for yourself. <laughs> you know, well, the thing is, first of all, we have to be motivated, good with each yeah, other yeah. and motivated. You yeah. know, as soon as we look in each other's eyes, and it's like, yo, man, it's 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 like we. For instance, for instance, if our friendship would suffer or anything like that, that would be a moment for me to be like, yo, man. Mm. Yeah. do whatever we got to do but if the friendship suffered that's more important in the end or our family or that yeah, type yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah. simple stuff yeah. you know also the challenges that we just talked about like having communication like it's a constant adjustment mm-hmm. first of all we when we started it was the two of us that you like this yes i do <laughs> Do you like this? No, I don't. All right, cool. Okay. We'll yeah. figure it yeah, out. Figure it but out. now all of a sudden, Nine 30 people. people yeah. And, yeah. Like, 30 and people. some yeah. people have more, like, you know, so yeah. having all those dynamics work, mm-hmm. that's kind of something that's a challenge, you know, yeah. like yeah, find, yeah. finding yeah. ways of having that same organic feeling of how our, what our company is yeah. and at the same time have that working, mm-hmm. communication, structure, right. all that type of stuff. And I think stuff. sometimes I've found this being a founder and you guys are mm-hmm. founders that mm-hmm. sometimes you have to realize we just need to sit this one back and yeah. let our team have the voice on it because yeah. if you keep winning every argument, no, it's, it's not, not, it's not, it's not no, a team no, 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 no. Exactly, right, right there. 
right there. Yeah. That's super important. Super I know. important. Yeah. And, and, and it's really hard because it's your, your it's kids. Your you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. You, your kids going to school and then, yeah. but then it's a team effort, you know? So yeah. also that's, that's, that's kind of what you learn. Was yeah. there ever a point in the last 15 years where you said, maybe we should get off the stairs? Now, for me personally, I at one time I had with G that like I wasn't challenged enough. So I had no, not motivation. How far in? Oh, no, no, that was like like four years ago or something. I was like, oh, I was wow. in this, yeah, I was in a thing. Like, you know, I just like, <laughs> so you're you in know, your feelings. No, I was in my feelings. I was like, yo. Did, did you know about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. So, you know, we talked about it and then, uh, you know, he's like, nah, you know, stick. And then I got back on my feet. That's dope. And uh, yeah, so for me, it's very, very important. Did you important. feel like you just lost like inspiration? Like in the, like the interest, was it? Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was something. So yeah. I couldn't explain it to myself. So I was talking with him. I need to talk gotcha. with him about it. So Was it, um, not to pry no, no, too no, deep, no, but was it like financially driven maybe? No, 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 no. Okay. No, it was more So it was like, really emotional. Yeah, some emotion. But if I had that, so I was like more like, yo, I need to get out of it. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. needs to help me. Yeah. So, Gee, did you ever feel like unplugged from it well there are moments that it's that it's that it's that it's not as easy or that i get like tired of the of the the the, the i'm not talking let me put it that way I'm, <laughs> I'm not talkative and and sometimes there's moments that there need to be talk a lot uh-huh. of talking you know and i get actually in my head i get tired of it because it's, i get a headache from it too it's like, in my body you know what yeah, i mean yeah, I yeah. I, it's I, against I, what you want to do yeah. <laughs> you know i'm like yo let's just do it let's yeah, not yeah. talk 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 so, but that's the only moment. Most of the time, I just like really, I get like really, uh, I'm, I'm a fiery person, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm not like, I'm into sports and that type of stuff. So yeah. losing and all that type of shit. It's like, yo, from, from young age on, first of all, the way I look, my, the way, the way my, my, my parents brought me up, it's like, yo, my man, listen, you know, you don't have to do two extra steps, but you got to do you. Make sure that Whatever you do, you do it right. You put your whole heart in it, and all that type of so corny yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's so important. it works. It works. Yeah. It's so true. It's so yeah. true. So it helped out, and uh, it's it's perfect, man. I mean, like, come on. We started the tour for as a hobby. Look mm-hmm. at us now. We sitting over. This is enjoyable. Every moment is just only joy. Absolutely, it's fantastic. Look and at the us, fact man. that you got thirty people who are living their lives, their lives too. This yeah. thing that you fucking Yo, started. This shit is crazy. Is that bugged out? Do you ever think about like, every time? How? Every time. Every time, for me, I personally, it's just bug the fuck out. If I see somebody walking down the streets with a pata t-shirt or even a pata bag, I'm like, wow. Me too, to this day. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't have that no more, I need to quit. I 100% agree. If I, if, if, if I, I, yeah. Whenever I see someone wearing yeah. a pigeon, I'm still like, Yo, wow, wow, I don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah. He yeah. Like, gave me money. And the funny part it's is, crazy. he will look at you and be like, what the fuck you looking at me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had that so many times. You know, kids, you know, you know yeah. even grow. And the funny, also the funny part is that we're not alone doing kids, but also elderly people that growing us with, growing mm-hmm. with us, mm-hmm. wearing our stuff. So our market is really uh, white. Mm-hmm. So that's of white, I mean like uh, abroad, like how you say that G? Like just uh, a wide just, range. Yeah, wide range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, that's for, and the fact that it's worldwide. Yeah. So you have to That's understand. That's the other crazy we, part. You know, is, yeah. we're in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, Amsterdam. <laughs> we are not even a key city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a dope city. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know what I'm trying city, to say. Yeah. But when we go to, let's say, Asia or like, you know, like we just, Indonesia, people love us over there. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Internet, man. I love that <laughs> shit. You know? Yeah. Get it. Speaking of that, um, you have you have kids now and it's like, when you and I'm sure you meet a lot of young kids who are 
such fans and they want to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. When they say, I want to start a brand, I want to start a shop, what advice do you give them? Knowledge of self, that's for me very important. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's easily nowadays, like with the information age, to get your identity from a lot of places and a lot of stuff. So it's, it's, it's really important. Who are you? What mm-hmm. am I going to What am I going to bring into the world? Yeah. All these, all these like, yo, do we need another brand? Do we need more t-shirts? Do we need more, like all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. materialistic stuff, consumption, all that type of stuff. So if you find out that you want to bring something that's important to yourself, that's something that's worth it. You know, mm-hmm. that's what you can bring to the people. That's yeah. what you can bring to the world. That's what you can do. So that's what it is. If you, if you know that, you know what you're doing yourself and what you want to do, then it's, then you're going to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you the next deeper psychological <laughs> yeah. level two question of that. Mm-hmm. How do you find your knowledge of self? Well, your knowledge of self is starting by doing yeah. what you want to do and also love yourself that's i think that's one of, of the that's the first key mm-hmm. to the whole thing i've learned that from from our, from our parents love yourself that's the first first thing mm-hmm. so m- meaning that you know what to love whatever but also what's your negative things yeah not only the positive things also the whole thing, the whole thing. so mm-hmm. you know yourself and you love yourself and mm-hmm. be like i'm not good at that but i'm good at this yeah to learn that you need to do stuff mm-hmm. not too much talking not to read in books just do shit see, and, I see I, and be able to be vulnerable you know what i mean yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing yeah. right make, like, make mistakes in this industry that yeah. we are in right mm-hmm. so yeah like, i find yeah. when i talk to a lot of younger people it's like their problem is not being able to even figure out how to know themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then of course you can't answer the rest of the life's problems you know and i think part of that oftentimes is because they're because of social media, internet, they're looking at everyone yeah. Yeah. else. Influence. And they're like, yeah. how do I stack up? How do I come? Yeah. How can I yeah. be like that guy? Yeah. And when we grew up, yeah. we thankfully didn't have that issue. Yeah. We just did us because you couldn't see anything else. Like, yeah. you know, so it's like. It's kind yeah. of the gift and the curse, right? Yeah. Because the information is everywhere. And it's more about super curation nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like all this. Really focused. All this information. Yeah. Like, yo, what am I going to do with it? How am I going to channel it? And how am I going to take it and use it as to your advantage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because we, or, you know, we had to look for it a little bit more, maybe, because it wasn't that upfront for you. You had to buy a you magazine. Yeah. You had to, you had to call somebody like, yo, a little bit, a couple of more steps mm-hmm. to get to the same kind of ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, in that sense, it's, 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 it's a different day and age, but, I guess yeah, it's the same it's, in, it's a, in a sense exactly too. Exactly the same. Only yeah. now you have more more stuff to do. So you just need to find out what do I really want to do. Right, right. And now everything is there. Yeah. It's like, okay, you want to do, let's say, a podcast. Google, how do I start a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, there, yeah. is, there is stuff. But if you don't know what to do, if you start looking at different people, like, oh, the grass is green on the other side, shit. Mm-hmm. you're not going to make it because you don't love yourself first. What right. do I want to do first? Mm-hmm. What, what am I good in? What am I bad in? What do I want to do? If you're good, let's say, in studying math or whatever, why don't be a scientist? And if you be a scientist, why don't I buy a company that produces stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just do whatever you, right. but you need to know first what you want to do. So love yourself and then get the knowledge of self and then make it happen. It's a real simple thing. And nowadays in age, you can find Everything that you want on the net, man. Like, yeah, and you now can you could also. It. I feel like you could find a living doing almost anything. Anything nowadays. you can make from yeah. your hobby. You can professional make video professional gamer, and, whatever. Yo, whatever. That's what I'm saying. It's right real. there, it's yeah. real out there. <laughs> you know, that's Word. it. Kids need to understand that first. 
to make steps and, and, and create your own lane. Yeah. Just trying to be a little bit original. Por right. favor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, know yourself and find what you love. The word important doesn't do this aspect justice. It's actually vital. Put it to you this way. Without knowing yourself and knowing what you love, you are actually dying. Some instantly find it. Others take years, and many are on a life's journey to constantly search for it. Whatever the case is, just keep moving. Stop measuring against other people's journeys. It's not only a waste of time, but it's also completely irrelevant. It's like asking which of your friends breathes better. Everyone has their own way of doing it. No one is doing it wrong. No one is doing it perfectly right. But everyone is living in their own way. As G, Edson, and I said, the prevalence of social media in the digital age is a gift that gives us more resources and information than we've ever had. But it's also a curse where we now have a window into every single person's world. There are so many options. You actually get paralyzed and end up trying to choose the perfect route. It's that moment when an hour has gone by and you still haven't decided what to watch on Netflix. A past episode with the amazing John Jay, he talked about the need for today's generation to just go out and make mistakes. You don't know who you are until you actually go out there and figure it out. You can research all day, curate all the references, tap into all the right people, but until you go out there and win, lose, or fail, you will never really know who you are. Before we sign off, I do want to ask you one 30,000-foot question on the culture itself. Yes. Sneaker culture, street culture. Because you've been in the game for 15 years now, you've been mm. connoisseurs of it for you know even longer than that, two decades deep. Where are we now in sneaker culture? Is it, is it hitting a saturation point? Do you think the bubble's about to burst? Do you think we have another light year of mileage to go? Oh, you know what? It's it's a constantly evol evolving thing, mm -hmm. right? Like like music, it's comparable mm -hmm. to all these type of mm -hmm. things. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's essentially better or worse, but it's really different. Yeah. So in that sense, I think we're going a little bit more back to essence. You think like quality? You know what I mean? Okay. Quality, because. This day and age, everybody's really starting to be aware of like, what is your attitude to the world, right? Yes. Like sustainability, mm -hmm. all these type of things. Yep. So within now in five years, companies and people that are not thinking about that stuff, that shit, that's going to be done. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because you want to make product, bring it into the world. First of all, it has to be quality so you can use it for, for a great time. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to use it again then other people have to make use of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yep. that's the type of stuff and that's the type of thing that I hopefully think are going to be the oh, main yeah. pillars of what this industry is going to be. I think we have to be that be. way. Of course. Like, so in, the, in, that <laughs> in, that in that sense, if that's the type of stuff that we are interested in, mm -hmm. a lot of the standing in line and all that type of stuff is going to be a little bit less important mm -hmm. you know, because you want to buy good stuff. Yeah. You know, so it, I think that's gonna that's kind of like gonna a, change. It's like a cycle, like G said. It's gonna be a cycle. It's gonna yeah. be go back to the roots, mm -hmm. sort of saying. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's just, that's but that's always happens in everything in the whole world. Right. What do you think about um, resale culture? Because you guys are 
We are original you, resellers. You yeah, know? You're originally resellers, yeah. and now you're making products that other people are reselling. Some of it, yes, and yeah. some of it don't. Like, you know, like, <laughs> no. and I don't like, you know, I don't really rate, uh, a lot of people uh, rate product on, on the resell value, world, yeah. resell value. But yep. to us, as you see, it's it's a totally different thing mm-hmm. because uh, kangaroos and, and Mephisto are as important as the Amex ones yeah. for that. Exactly, for us, yeah. Yep. You know, and I I guess that essence is actually mm. what it's all about. Yeah, they, they are all to us. They're all the same. Right, right. You know what I mean? So we approach it also. Yeah, the same. You know what I think is actually the most successful releases or collaborations is when you make a product, mm. it sells out, and you can't find it on resale. That Yo, means every kid who bought it is crazy. using yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, it. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me is like yeah, the best. yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, Dope. we sold out. It's like I can't find it on eBay. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Good. So you don't think it's you don't think it's uh it's oversaturated right now. Like, aren't you shocked? Well, sometimes I think like, I think it I think it's 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 easy to 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 think about those type of thing in that sense, like oversaturated. Like, I think it's going to be like nature, like natural selection is going to yeah. come out. You know, of course it's oversaturated, <laughs> but but maybe five years ago, a lot of times I also was it, me myself also mm-hmm. was like, yo man, too much like, I know twenty five, like yo man, cut that's it what out I'm to, saying. Cut like, it out to five, we're good. You five know years I mean? ago, I thought we were oversaturated, yeah, but so, now it's like so it keeps going. It's it keeps, it level. keeps on going, but at one point, like people are gonna get sick and tired of it, like. You know, and then you get the cycle back that everybody goes back to their like, oh, let me buy just what I like and wear it. Mm-hmm. Real simple. Yeah. So it will, you know, blow up and do whatever. Right. But we're still there. And that's the whole thing, what we said talking in the beginning, is the longevity. We always, uh, when we started Pata, we could easily sell like a million Pata script logos mm-hmm. and be millionaires already. Mm-hmm. But we don't know the where we're coming from. Like, we don't know exactly the value of money, like when you start. Yeah. So when we started now, it's like, okay, we could start from zero to 10. 10 to a 20, 20 to a 50, 50 to a 100,000. So that's how you can learn and do money stuff. Yeah. And then be like, okay, what do I do? Instead of like going from zero to a million and then buy like chocolate fountains and shit. <laughs> Fuck that. You know, that's not the, that's not the ideal, t- the picture. Uh-huh. And that process, we're trying to learn to our uh, people and then they're going to grow up with us. And then we're going to- be smarter, put, yeah. Be smarter. And then we put down a legacy at the end of the day for our people like Amsterdam, Suriname's uh, legacy- in the world mm. and that's for us very important word that's a great way to end it man mm. that's what's up thanks for having us Jeff yeah, man yeah, thanks for your time yeah, <laughs> shit peace <laughs>